as we attempt to come out of this health crisis that's been triggered by COVID-19, we're looking at how businesses and the economy has changed over the last 12 months. And one of the discussions is revolving around trust and communication. Have we improved our levels of trust given what we've been through? And can we maintain them as we go forward? You're listening to The Business Extra coming from the National in Abu Dhabi. I'm Mustafa Al-Rawi, Assistant Editor-in-Chief. Before we start, let me just say you can subscribe to this or any of the national shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your audio content. With me is my co-host, Kelsey Warner, future editor. How are you? Hi, Mustafa. I'm well. I'm glad we're talking trust today. Um, as you said, an important topic coming out of the pandemic, but one that Edelman tracks year on year. They ask thousands of people around the world how much you trust to do what's right, whether that's NGOs, businesses, media, or the government. Yes, the this this year's report uh, has thrown up some interesting insights, including that um, in the UAE, government is the most trusted uh, institution, far more trusted than than businesses, employers, and the media. Um, but globally, though, um, employers and and CEOs have improved, but coming with that is the higher expectation. So what we have is maybe trust levels are okay. Uh, maybe through this crisis, we've all been forced to communicate with each other more often and more consistently. But now that that's happened, you can't just go backward and say, okay, that's fine. Even if we return to so-called normalcy, perhaps we will never return to normalcy when it comes to communication. So to go in depth on that, we spoke to Edelman's Middle East Chief Executive, Omar Kiram. Let's hear some of that now. Omar, thanks for joining us today. Uh, the Edelman Trust Barometer has surveyed many countries, almost all of them around the world, to look at where trust levels are uh, compared to a year ago. Now, obviously, the last uh, 12 months have been, shall we say, interesting, to say the least. So there, there's been, I think, a real evolution in in, in trust levels, particularly government versus private sector UAE versus the world. Did you did you find this this year's edition particularly insightful? Absolutely. So the, the Edelman Trust Barometer measures trust in four key institutions: media, NGOs, government, and business. And what we've seen over the past year, taking the pandemic and its associated economic impact, is that trust has been put to the test more than ever. Um, but interestingly, in the UAE, it tells a different story to the global um, results. So globally, while businesses are taking point in terms of being the most trusted and only trusted organization out of the four, in the UAE, it's actually government um, that is the um, uh, most trusted. And then there's even daylight between government and business. There's a double-digit gap. But ju just taking a step back, the UAE has rem remained one of the um, most trusted uh, countries in the world. It's always been towards the, the top end of it. But what we've seen globally is, is that there's been a trust reckoning for the two largest economies, so China and the US. And if you take China, they've dropped double digits, which is the largest record year on year decline. And then um, Edelman even looked at the US trust uh, measurement. And even post-election, they've, they've dropped um, because of um, issues such as Capitol Hill and um, being seen as ethical and, and a competent uh, country. The UAE has a very interesting story to tell, and um, there, there are issues for businesses and governments and how they actually act. Omar, I want to ask you really basically just why measure trust? 
And who are you asking when you say that you're asking, you know, people, how, how is Edelman capturing this? Take us through just the survey itself a bit. Sure. So the actual trust barometer measured 33,000 people in 28 countries. And the reason for measuring trust is to um, give almost organizations a license to operate, how they're actually faring in terms of being seen as ethical and uh, competent. And then from the trust barometer, issues fall out from there. So in the UAE, um, some of the key themes that we've seen uh, are about uh, job security, vaccine hesitancy, even kind of people looking for trusted sources of information. So, for example, let's take the first job security. People have seen firsthand the impact of the pandemic in their circles in terms of job losses or reduced hours. So it's a measurement of what governments and organizations should do to address key societal issues. So, Omar, if I, if I talk about trust, it's it's for some people it could be quite nebulous um, or maybe conceptual. But but in, in terms of, as I understand it from this report and as well, a co- what a company like Edelman does or any other uh, organization that is communicating every day, which is in fact most of us, um, that having high levels of trust is important because it means when you do communicate, you're more likely to be understood or believed uh, first or second time. So it, it means that you can be more efficient, saves you time, saves you money. And and also, you know, in a, if we're talking about in a health crisis, actually saves you lives in the long run. Absolutely, because um, we've, we've seen that with, say, the vaccine hesitancy. So globally, it's only 30% of um, the population which actually take uh, the vaccine. While in the UAE, because of the actions of government being transparent and pathetic, leading from the front, they've actually reached that magic number of herd immunity. So the 70%, so 70% of the UAE population would take the, um, the vaccine. So the, the, you're absolutely right. Measuring trust will then inform sort of policy decisions and business decisions. And then also visibility in terms of who the right spokespeople are. Um, so should it be CEOs actually leading the front? And we saw that during the pandemic in terms of the amount of CEOs doing uh, videos, actually town halls, employee engagements. Um, And then even in the UAE, if we look at the statistics from here, the trust in government spokespeople actually went up. um, And that was the only organization that actually saw an increase. While globally, trust in government spokespeople went down along with other organizations. I want to ask you about media. You haven't mentioned us yet, but we don't fare very well this year. And prior to the pandemic, we were dealing with, of course, fake news, disinformation, the fragmentation of the media environment, and then facing the pandemic, news as a source of, you know, information that became life or death. Uh, How did the media fare in 2021? And what are some of your takeaways about that? You're absolutely right, um, Kelsey. So I think it's been a buildup over a number of years in terms of uh, people looking for trusted sources of information. And even in 2018, the theme of the trust report then was the battle for truth. And then what the pandemic has done is almost exacerbated that, that situation. So if you take the details of the media side, they, we've seen a decline in all uh, in decline of trust in all information sources. So search engines, traditional media, own media, and social media. Um, because ultimately what people are doing, they're looking for trustworthy, reliable information, which would then impact in terms of if they take the vaccine or if they should believe that their employer is actually doing all they can to ensure that the office is safe to return. 
um, and that they, they actually believe that what the CEOs are saying. Um, so the, kind of amongst a, a, a year of a number of problems um, of societal fears, people don't know where to believe or where to turn to, and they've lost confidence in traditional indicators of sort of information. Um, so now, as I say, we, what we're looking at is an infodemic where people are no longer sure who to believe. But that's different in the UAE, where the government is still the most trusted organization. And then government spokespeople has actually increased um, in terms of percentage points in the UAE compared to globally where that's gone down. So, Omar, if I pick up on the the whole employer uh, communication. So employer media is more trusted, according to the latest survey, than, than, than even it was trusted before. Globally, yes. And globally, expectations of employers and CEOs has risen, which you could argue isn't necessarily just a, a byproduct of the pandemic, but perhaps it's generational, given social media, given requirements for greater transparency. But with the pandemic, because of, as you said, the frequency of communication during the health crisis having gone up, this is what audiences, stakeholders, employees, whatever you want to call it, this is what they now expect going forward. They will now expect more frequent communication, the same levels of transparency. They will expect the direct communication through the employer media. So once you set up the benchmark, you can't go back. The bar definitely has been raised in terms of employee engagement. And even across the organizations which we advise, we've seen employee engagement become one of the main pillars of communication. So not just uh, brands trying to sell products externally, but almost talking internally to staff to reassure them about the actions organizations have taken about workplace safety um, and um, them providing a reliable source of, of information. And we've seen the visibility of CEOs massively increase. Um, we've seen um, them do videos with op-eds um, talking about how organizations have protected employment. So even if you take the UAE organization, Majel Fatem, who redeployed cinema staff to actually where the, where the need was most in terms of carful. Um, so it, it's important that organizations actually tell the story of what they're doing to ensure employment, address societal fears in terms of the vaccines, um, actually what they're doing to go over and above. So it's not just doing the baseline, but organizations now need to take action rather than just saying they will do. And we're seeing that in terms of what organizations must do in terms of uh, their overall behavior. So partnering with government, because government is the most trusted source of information, leads with leading with facts and empathy. Um, so speak up on the issues that matter and go over and above. So as I just mentioned, the redeployment of staff to protect employment. And, and don't go alone. Um, actually partner with governments. We, we heard on the launch of the panel last week how a, a major social media platform actually was providing reliable information about COVID vaccines, um, which then fed into what Sahar in Abu Dhabi is actually doing to um, increase the take-up. And then it, we've addressed it in, in terms of this um, podcast earlier about, about people looking for reliable sources of information. So provide that trustworthy content. And that's for all institutions to provide truthful, unbiased, reliable um, content. When you talk about a higher level of responsibility for CEOs in business, you just gave us a few examples of how they may dig in deeper to build trust. But if you were to give just tactical advice to a CEO, you know, sitting across the table from you right now, what would you want, like, you know, three tips for how to build trust 
either with your employees or with your customers right now? Sure, absolutely. And I, th- I think I could re- even refer to the UAE leadership on this, where you have to be empathetic, you have to be transparent, and then you have to be proactive. When I refer to empathy, we all remember His, his Highness Mohammed bin Zayed actually speaking to the public from um, a living room with his children by his side. Um, be proactive. So tell the public what you're actually doing. And again, taking the government example here, increasing the capacity of field hospitals, the surge in testing, and now uh, the current uh, position in terms of the vaccine rollout. Um, so it, it is about being empathetic, transparent, and proactive. Uh, Omar, I think that's pretty good illustration that you've you've pulled up in terms of uh, empathy and, and the human aspect of, of communication. And, and to me, you know, that has been possibly the biggest lesson of the COVID-19 pandemic, that we have to really treat each other as people. Um, and it may sound really obvious, but when you're communicating day to day, you can you can treat people as customers or as clients or as um, you know employees. But forget that we're all people. We're all imperfect. We're all having our good days and bad days, and we're all pushed to uh, you know breaking point and beyond um, by what's happened in the last year. Have you seen that that's that's filtered through in the conversations that you that you're having both internally at Edelman and also with with clients and in the language of of how everybody's communicating. So I started my career as an intern twenty years ago, so I know what it's like to be an employee in a large organisation. And ultimately, what you want to do is to actually the leadership to speak um, clearly and, and transparently about the situation that they're facing because people have worries. They have families at home, uh, small children. That some people live with older families. So, if we take the return to work subject, um, the trust barometer found that safety is the main issue across people wanting to continue to work from home, and then also making sure that the employers have done all they can uh, in terms of safety for the return to work. And I, I think that em- empathy is one of the key things that we will see going forward. Now, it, it won't just be standard sort of marketing messages, but we all want to hear from CEOs' perspectives, their concerns, how almost the the phrase, we are in this all together, um, because then that will lead to an increase in trust that it's not just um, they're selling us a line or actually they aren't being transparent. Omar Kiram, who's Middle East Chief Executive for Edelman, thanks so much for being with us. My pleasure. Thank you. That's it for today. Kelsey Warner, thanks for being with us. Thank you. And thank you for listening. All that remains is to thank our production team, Arthur Edison and Aisha Khan. Please join us again next time.